Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. So I hope everyone's morning has gotten off to a great start. Hope you're excited to tackle your day. Hope you're excited to go about leading uh, with intention and authenticity. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and jump into today's topic. Um, It's funny. It really is funny. As you as you guys on the line as leaders, as you continue to serve in your capacity and you grow and um, move forward, you'll find just how funny it is <laughs> um, when you are being obedient to what God tells you. You have to laugh sometimes because um, it gets scary, right? The ride gets a little scary. And so you have to be mindful and able to laugh your way through it uh, because it's so wonderful to have that um, engaging real-time relationship with him so that you can be obedient to what he's calling you to do. So today's topic, as I laugh my way through it, um, is not what I wrote down. So we're going to keep moving. Today's topic is the thorn in the flesh or thorns themselves. The thorn in the flesh or thorns with an S themselves. So I came wonderfully prepared to talk about the rose bush or rose bouquet this morning. And as I continue to take what was given to me yesterday and build on it in preparation for the call this morning, it has totally realigned, right? So the reason that I see the realignment is because um, when we shared on yesterday about the importance of thorns, And we uncovered four things about thorns. It says that thorns are a source of humility for stewards of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thorns expose our weaknesses, establishing a capacity needed for the Lord's strength. Right? It basically ushers in the supernatural power. Thorns also regulate our passions. They keep our passions from consuming us unto death. And four, thorns redirect our attention to the task that the Lord has for us and keeps our attention on him and not ourselves. And so, wonderfully, I was going to continue to build on the analogy of the thorns on roses, right, that we find on the stems. But some of you smart leaders on this call may know where I'm going or may have realized what I learned is that they're not called thorns. They're called prickles, right? And so in our background scripture of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10, when Paul says the thorn in his flesh, he is not referring to what we commonly interchangeably use, referring to the prickles on the stems of roses. And I learned this wonderful information as I continued to journey, right, in my study of bringing this together. And it took me down a wonderful journey about the difference between the thorn in the flesh and thorns themselves. Because in our Bible, there are numerous scriptures about thorns with an S. But there is only one about the thorn in the flesh. And that is from our background scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. And as I said on yesterday, 
God gives us the thorn in the flesh, right? It is something he gives over to us because it serves as a messenger of Satan that is going to buffet and harass us, right? And it's not that God gives it to us to hurt us, right? But it has been given upon us because it is a result of something that we've done, but it stays with us. We can't get rid of it. Right, we seem it seems to constantly be our struggle, right? All of the other things in our lives, we keep through prayer, through dedication, we seem to get rid of it, right? And we see this clearly because Paul goes and prays to God to take it from him, and he tells him, "My grace is sufficient. It's it's given because it's left with you." And I want us to be clear about that, right? I'm not saying that God comes to torment us or to torture us. But there is that one thing in your flesh that is going to continue to serve those four points in your life. It's going to keep you humble, right? It's going to expose your weaknesses, thereby giving the room and the capacity needed for for the Lord's strength and power to abide in your life and to hover over you, right, and to dwell with you. It's also going to regulate your passions, and it's going to serve to redirect your attention to the task at hand that the Lord has given to you and to keep your attention on him and not yourself. But when we talk about thorns overall with an S, When we see them in scripture, when it references thorns, it talks about being overtaken by them. It talks about thorns and thistles and how they overgrow and how they just close out the word of God in your life, right? It, it'll uh, cause you to be of, non, of non-profit as in, according to Jeremiah 12 and 13. Uh, in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 7 through 8, it says, For the ground that drinks the rain, which often falls on it and brings forth vegetation, useful to those for whose sake it is also tilled, receives a blessing from God. But if it yields thorns and thistles, it is worthless and close to being cursed, and it ends up being burned. And so yesterday, if you were on the line or if you listened to the replay, I mentioned as we were closing out that there are thorns that we put in our lives, right, that we create because we are going against what God has directed us to do or we're out of alignment or we move outside of his parameters of grace, and these thorns overtake us. They come in all the forms of worry, anxiety, depression, uh, some form of something that is coming in our life as a result of our doing, as a result of us having focus on ourselves, uh, as a result of three of the temptations that the enemy uses, whether that's the pride of life, the lust of our flesh, or the lust of eyes, that he draws us away, and these thorns come in, and they start as one, and they start as two, and they start to overgrow, and they cannot go away, so they just stifle out. They smother away the word of God. They smother away God's presence in our lives for us, right? And so as I was going deeper, and I I actually, I guess, I started to learn a little bit more about plants between last night and today. So the difference of um, thorns and prickles, and we are, as I said earlier, we use them interchangeably in common language. But when you study plant morphology, you learn that they are different and they have different purposes or they derive themselves from different sources. But they do have the same function. And that function that prickles and thorns share 
is that they are set to physically defer animals from eating the plant material. So basically, they're there. Their function is the protection of the plant. But here's the thing about thorns. Thorns are derived from shoots, from the new growth, from a seed germination that grows upward, right? It's a shoot is where leaves will ultimately develop. So those of you that plant, I don't plant because I, for some reason I can't keep plants alive. However, I've seen shoots. I've seen where new things bud, right? We call them the new budding or shoots come up. So thorns are derived from shoots. So they may or may not be branched. They may or may not have leaves. They may or may not arise from a bud. But they do arise from shoots. That is the clear new growth from seed germination that grows upward. I want y'all to get that one. Because as we talk about spiritual thorns, right, this is what this whole thing is about, right? We pay attention to the fact that seeds, right, we as stewards of Jesus Christ, we are sow seeds with our lives that we live and those that we serve, right? And there are going to be thorns that can come up from the new growth, especially when you got new ideas and you're excited as a business owner to implement those new ideas. For some reason, when those new that new growth buds, there's some thorns that appear, right? So now look at this with prickles. Prickles are derived from the epidermis tissue. It's a single layer of cells that covers the leaves or the flowers, or the roots, or the stems of plants. And they basically, the epidermis is a boundary between the plant and the external environment. What's different is that thorns have what's called a vascular bundle, whereas prickles do not. That's why prickles that are found on the stems of roses can easily be removed. But thorns cannot. They basically, like us as humans, they have veins. And those veins are tough. They are hard to remove. They serve as the transport system inside of a plant, those particular vascular plants. They are the things that carry, right? They're the tissue that carries the critical substances needed for that plant to survive. So plants that possess vascular tissues have true stems, true leaves, and true roots. Now when we look at this from a spiritual standpoint and we look at the thorn in the flesh or thorns themselves, we have to understand that these things have true stems, true leaves, and true roots, which means they come from somewhere. They have some source of truth supporting them. Now, it may be a truth or the truth. Only we get to decide that about the transformation that is taking place in our hearts. Are, is our heart living with a truth or is it living with the truth? And what's the source that's going through this vascular bundle, through these tissues that flow to these thorns? 
Now, this is the thing to keep in mind. Thorns can be removed. They're just hard to do, harder than a prickle, right? But if a thorn, those thorns of themselves, like the Bible tells us, are left unaddressed, they will consume you. They will overtake you because they have been given that dominion. The messenger of Satan, he is the prince of the air. So he has the dominion of influence. And there are thorns that arrive in our lives because we are taken away by three temptations that create these various thorns. And they begin to become so rooted in us that they become a part of the shoot, the plant themselves. And they're there. And they begin to overtake the plant or the actual tree from what it was meant to be. And now they become bigger or greater than the shoot of the growth of the seed that was supposed to come forth, and it drowns it out. But the thorn in your flesh will not overtake you. It's only there to serve you, to remind you. It's so tough that you can't cut it away because God is using it to keep you in alignment to keep you under the protection that he has set for you. That is the understanding here that Paul tells us when he says, God says, my grace is sufficient for this thorn because I'm in charge of it. It will not consume you. It will not smother out the seed. It's to keep you planting the seeds that I've directed you to plant. Because sometimes if you allow too many thorns to overgrow, it, you may still have the thorn in your flesh, but now you've got a bushel, a bushel of thorns that have now come and they begin to look like tumbleweeds and they grow, right? They just wind up in this little wire and it just grows. There's no leaves on it or anything. It just overtakes. And we can further see this identity about the importance of thorns and how the Lord uh, looks at them and views them because Jesus himself was crowned with thorns. Those thorns are our thorns. They're the things that we've done. They are the, 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 the results of choices of our rebellion. And he bared the weight of them, right, on him so that we could be reconciled unto God, right, so that we could be redeemed. But what we have to do now is every day, there are thorns in our path, and we have to be mindful, and we cannot confuse those thorns with the thorns that the one thorn that's in our flesh that God gives us as we continue to grow. You can identify it for yourself. I've identified mine. I just I couldn't answer it for a long time. I still don't understand it, but I've been able to identify it because it's been the one thing. The one thing that through prayer, through dedication, through commitment, it just seems to not go nowhere. And God continues to bless. He has not allowed it to overcome and consume me. He hasn't allowed it to destroy me. He hasn't allowed it to take me away from his passion, from the desire to serve him. So you know you'll find out what it is with this characteristic. But today what I needed us to get clear about is that thorns of themselves, can overtake us. They will take us away from what God has for us. They will smother out his word in our lives. But the thorn in our flesh, the thorn in our flesh, which Paul teaches us about, is the one thing that serves to the good of that leader, that steward that's been called by God. That thorn is keeping you on your knees. That thorn is keeping God's presence over your life. That thorn serves as a form of God's grace that is ever present in your life, reminding you that nothing you do is in and apart from him. 
So let us today take from today's call the understanding, the difference, that prickles are not thorns. Right? The prickles that are on rose bushes are not thorns. Those things that can easily be removed, it's not a thorn. Right? And there are plenty of prickles in our lives, little things that just poke at us. And they're there to protect us in a way, but we can clean it up a little bit more. We can dress it up with the right words. We can put on a different outfit. We can hang out with different people. Those aren't thorns. Those thorns of themselves are what Satan is doing to try to destroy you. He's using three layers of temptation to create these thorns in your lives. They are the lust of eyes, the lust of your flesh, and the pride of life, as Coach Dream reminded us. And we are to be mindful because if we have thorns growing in all three of those temptations, they are going to overtake us. But be mindful of that thorn in your flesh. It is to be rewarded. It is to be there in your life to continue to remind you that you're on track. God is ever-present and he hasn't left you. It is a reminder of God's faithfulness, right? Because as verse 10 in chapter 12, Paul says, So for the sake of Christ I am well pleased and take pleasure in infirmities, insults, hardships, persecutions, perplexities, and distresses. For when I am weak in my human strength, then I am truly strong, able, powerful, and in divine strength. Be reminded that that thorn in your flesh is a reminder of the divine strength present in your life. But be clear and pray to God about those thorns of themselves that seek to overtake you and smother out his word. Get clear and get on your knees. Be focused and make sure you're mindful to address those three temptations so that you can be certain that each and every day you are confessing and redeeming yourself so that God can continue to ever be present in your life and you are not overcome by the thorns of themselves. So I know today I went on a journey. I hope and pray that today's wisdom has inspired you and challenged you to go to the word for yourself, to unpack some of the things that I said today so that it can hit home for you in practical ways. And we appreciate you for joining us here on Wisdom Inspired. And come back and join us again tomorrow morning and listen to our replays at Wisdom Inspired. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.